One of the biggest questions today that we get asked by sellers are, do I sell now because I've been stinging to sell or do I wait? We're going to talk about it. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. Let's get high. <laughs> Selling properties at the high. A lot of the Sydney market is 1% shy of where it was at the absolute peak in 2017. And a lot of people... 1% shy of high. Yeah, 1% shy. And a lot of people going, should I sell now? Should I sell now? I know you've taken a few calls just yet, like especially yesterday, personally, Mark, from clients. And how's that conversation going? I don't like people to sell. I'm always yeah. trying to convince people to hold. Um, it's a better story. It's, uh, it's a big asset to get in and to get out fast. But, um, yeah, very interesting. And a lot of people are just genuinely like, shit, what do I do? Um, so, you know, go, going through the mathematics with people, um, it's a feel good, it's a feel good emotion straight away because it's just such a good market. You know what I mean? So you're always going to, you're always going to feel great about the price you're getting today, but I think you will have a pretty sore head if this market continues, should I say when this market continues to pump along, you know, you're going to have a pretty sore head if that, if you look back two years and it's made hundreds of hundreds of thousand dollars that you didn't um, make yeah i think the the question we sort of ask back to people is well if you do sell what are you going to do with the money and that really steers our advice back to them um because if they're just like oh i'm betting the market's going to go down i want to cash out then sort of red flags go up and we're sort of like you should really consider reconsider what your your plans are good morning luke good morning jeff good morning tony um, you should really sort of relook at what your plans are, um, especially when you bought. But if it's, oh, we want to buy something else, we want to do that, then it's sort of, okay, well, now the prop then we sort of go, well, the property market's gone up, you'll have more equity, can you do it without selling? And sort of or redo it that way, are you downsizing, you want to cash out and buy something else? Because a lot of people only look at one side of the deal. We were talking about this a lot when the market was uh, basically going down about what was your net position, like a, a unit going down 10% and then you're buying a house that goes down 10%, you're better off. It a lot of people don't necessarily look at that in a rising market. Like, yeah, you get an extra 10% for your unit, but the house went up 10%, which is you're actually not as good off. So I think um, you really need to look at both sides of it and if you're just selling because you're betting against the property market that hasn't done well for many anyone over the years there's a lot of people who have sold out of it and then they can't get back in of what they had so really look at what you're planning to do property is a long-term investment just because you made a bit of money doesn't mean you need to cash out you just hold on one thing people should be doing is using valuations in a rising market do you want to go through that, Mark, how that can work and what I mean by that? Yeah, look, I think the, um, 
the valuations is, is your sort of line in the sand as, as, as a property owner. And when you've drawn that line in the sand, generally you can only move forward from that line. So at the moment, valuers are sort of aren't as gun shy as what they used to be because they were going to get spanked in COVID if they were too high on evaluation or wrong or there was loss of, 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 of equity, the valuer would get spanked. But at the moment, valuers are finding that they have to actually be as optimistic as the buyers that are paying those prices. So when you get that valuation done, you're freezing um, a little bit of that value into the property and you can actually take that piece of paper and, and wave it down the track. So it, it's a good job, Michael, you're right, to get your valuations at the moment because once you've drawn that line in the sand, now what are we going to do with the money? Uh, and not necessarily spend, but maybe lend. Yeah, refinance, get a better rate as well, which will help because especially if you bought with mortgage insurance, get it revowed and now you're under the 80%. Um, but also with interest rates so low at the moment where nearly all purchases are positive, if you've got, if you've now increased, if your value's gone up 20% and now you can pull out 20% and that's enough for a, a, a one unit bedroom deposit, then instead of selling just because you're up, use that upness to buy another property and it'll pay for itself and you've now got two properties. So I think that would be what I'd be recommending to clients before rushing to sell just because you, you you think you're winning. Because in a couple of years, you may be kicking yourself and a lot of time it is. Uh, you will be kicking yourself. You will, you will be kicking yourself. And, and if you look at the property market the last three years, investors have had a really hard time. They've yeah. had, uh, not with not with interest rates going down though, um, but they've had a really hard time with lending money. They've had a real hard time with property values and they've even had a hard time with tenants in the last year. Um, if they've sort of been beaten about the head. So if they can have an excuse to dump the property, they will. But guys, high, like keep the hope up. Uh, bearing in mind, if we show you a property graph in the last three years, it goes down. Mm. So it goes down and then it goes back up. So if you, I had a um, client yesterday that I was, Mario, Mario, um, that I was talking with yesterday, and he's like, mate, why did we buy this shit unit? Which I, I, I being an Italian, I should have bought a house. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mate, well, factories or a house, why didn't I buy factories or a house? And I said, Mara, hang on a second, buddy. I said, let me show you the graph of DY is where he bought. I said, let me show you the graph of DY. You actually bought at the high. You bought at the all-time high in the marketplace. Now you're two or three years down the track. Now you're thinking of selling the unit. But I said, just when it starts to make some money, yeah. you're going to get rid of it. And I said, then you're going to get rid of, it, rid of it. Three years will go like that. And you'll look back and go, mate, that thing's worth 300 grand more than when I sold it. Yeah. So where is that like uh, that old saying? It's not timing of the market; it's time in the market. And I think we're going to be coming up to that crossroads well, for a lot of a lot of people, where they bought in sixteen, seventeen. The market plummeted. They stress because now it's worth less than what they bought it for. It's back to even, and they're like just cut our losses. But remember the wealth creation path 
through property. There's micro markets within it, ups and downs from quarter to quarter, year to year. But that look, take the five-year snapshot over the last 30 years and you'll see that growth. It's I think a yep. lot of people need to look at that and and make your decision there. If you're selling to buy something else, then yes, it's keeping your money in the market, but see if you can leverage keeping the property because as you said, Mark, selling a property is expensive. You're gonna buy something else, stamp duty, four or five percent. Your selling costs are probably three percent. Like it's seven percent, say on two million dollars, it's a it's a big amount of money. It's seventy grand, but you're burning. So, so we've got some pros watching. Luke, Tony, Jeff, Jeff, our viewers. What would you recommend to do in in this all time high in the market? Would you um, sell your asset? Are you selling your assets or are you buying? Um, it's really interesting stuff, mate. But I, I think at the end of the day, um, what what you said at the beginning, Michael, what are you going to do with the money? Is that money that you're going to crystallise when you sell and take out of the property, is gonna, that going to work as well for you somewhere else? Um, because what yeah. people realise... What people don't realise is they may have a unit worth a million dollars. They bought it for a million dollars three years ago. They're like, this is shit. I'm going to sell this now. I'm going to get out of this. This is like Mario yesterday. Now, you probably put, uh, put 200000 into that unit. You haven't got a million dollars working for you if you don't put a million dollars back in. So if you sell that unit and you take that $200,000 and you buy a camper van uh, or you take that 200 or two camper vans or you take that $200,000 and you go and buy $200,000 worth of stocks, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Now, the camper van, you may go, you know what, it's about lifestyle. I just lost my fa a family member, my uncle, my auntie. I'm going to live better. We we That's... That's different, right? Mm. That's that's a personal. You do you, but if you're going to take that two hundred grand that you sold out of the million dollar unit and go and put it into stocks, that stock's got to perform five times better than a property for a million dollars because you've got a million dollars in there. Think about that. Yeah, and that's key. And that's key. Um, anything else you want to add on that? I think it sort of covers a lot of that question where people are getting to that stage where should I sell now? I'm back to even or I've made a shitload of money because I bought 10 years ago. No, that's it, man. In conclusion, is your money going to work better for you elsewhere? I doubt, like, have a good think about those numbers long term. Yeah. And if it's and if it's not about money uh, and you're, you're improving lifestyle, then make mm. sure that's compelling yeah. enough us, we'll to sell, sell the property. Yeah. Eh? Then call us. We'll sell it. <laughs> but that's we'll what people sell, need to just sell the property as well. That's the thing people need to be honest with themselves. Are you doing this for lifestyle or are you, or are you doing it because you've got another opportunity? That's that's what some people, will, they mix up. you got to do one or the and other. That, that Mario um, that I was speaking with yesterday, I won't use his surname, but, you know, if his unit this year will peg out about 15%, in my opinion, he will make $150,000. Uh, in the, the year ahead of that, I believe, I could be wrong, guys, I'm guessing, 15%, um, I believe 
the year after we'll do at least another 10 or 15 percent mm. one thing that i've missed in talking about this client in this conversation is property values have not doubled in the last 10 years no they're only about so 70, aren't they? 65 75 in most areas 75 30 percent so if you're skeptical about the market which is probably most people about any further future capital growth just remember it has always doubled every 10 years it has always done that for 50 to 100 to 200 years it has not done that in the last 10 years so until i see double in the marketplace like you said michael it's sitting at 65 75 80 percent in, in in different markets in sydney until i see it get to 100 percent, that's double then i'll be yeah. like okay now we're back to where we should have been and that's on par with what westpac just came out 30 percent growth over three years and that's there there's a few all along those lines and that will take us to the 100 percent in 10 years so yeah yep and tony That's says buy into the unknown uh when do you ever know it's true when do you ever like really you know really yeah how would you know COVID was gonna like how would you yeah, yeah you're right it is it is scary but it is bricks and mortar so uh you know let's get high and uh a rising market is it time to sell in my opinion it's never time to sell. Yeah, and uh, Tony, assessing trust accounts for deposits. Yeah, we will do deposits released. Uh, I think maybe tomorrow oh. or the following day, not before, from both perspective vendor and agent, a topic perhaps. Yeah. Awesome. All righty. Thank Giddy you up. for watching. Say that. Oh. Oh. Wait.